So, John, my screen's gone mental. It's almost zoomed out, so you see a lot more of my screen. No, I've, I've noticed that. Are you using a different camera? No, same laptop, same everything. Ah, it looks good. Okay, good. Um, well, I've put some of Barry's records, product placement. Nice. So, I'm, I'm sure Barry can promote his own stuff, though. Yeah, I've, I mean, sure that's quite, I've got them there already, so yeah. just some subtle, uh, subtle stuff. This is the Sheer Isolation Podcast. It's presented by Kieran Moore and John Ponting for Sheer Music. Welcome to the Sheer Isolation Podcast. Um, thank you for coming back to us again. We're, we're getting kind of getting the hang of this, Kieran. Yes, we are. This is our fourth podcast and by far the slickest. Is it though? I don't know. We're still making it. I'm not <laughs> sure you can claim that yet. We've only just started. PMA, John. PMA. <laughs> At least I got my background around the right way this week. I think that's... Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine's gone completely ski-whiff and, and zoomed out. So, no, it's not slick at all. I was lying. I think it looks all right where you're zoomed out because you get to see more of the posters behind you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have you just moved the laptop back a bit? Is that what's happened there? Definitely not because that's the halfway off the table. So, I, I don't know what's gone on there, John. Hey, did you move your table? Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's... <laughs> That's a possibility, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. So there's you thinking, oh, I don't know why this looks so different. Oh, it's because the table's been moved. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we've cleaned under the floor and we've probably moved the table. That's probably what it is. I've just realised my wall behind me is actually green. So I could do a green screen. You could, yeah. Quite, quite comfortably. So you'll be from the Bahamas or from wherever you choose? I don't like, be from 2000 Trees, considering it's now cancelled and we can't oh, be there. That is true, yeah. We heard that news a few days ago, didn't we? Say that 2000 Trees isn't going ahead. It, it was expected news, because um, you can't imagine that the festival would have been able to go ahead. Obviously, they were being really positive about it. And obviously, in the various chats you've got with friends about various things, it, all, Trees comes up because, oh, they haven't cancelled yet, or they're being optimistic, and then obviously it's panned out that it hasn't happened. And that's going to be it's going to be a blow a huge blow because i think i don't think there's a festival in the uk that encapsulates the uk underground better than trees um for those who uh, aren't so big on on local festivals uh, 2000 trees is uh, based halfway between Cirencester and cheltenham in a fantastic valley and it? it's an amazing setting and the site's quite big so you never feel like you're crowded with people but you also as you walk around you're constantly bumping into friends despite you know yeah it's just festival mm, and we are all going to miss it this year we really are but yeah, we, we we've got um james who's one of the organizers of 2000 trees he's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks time he's going to be talking to us about that i'm sure telling us what to do with tickets and what they're planning for next year and maybe if they are planning anything for this year because he also organizes the uh arctangent festival arctangent. In south bristol well yeah. one of the regular faces at 2000 trees is uh, barry also known as oxygen thief also known as non-canon and he is our special guest um joining us on this week's podcast, so we'll be talking to him. He's got a, a new album coming out, which I believe you've uh, been listening to, Karen. Yes, so he was uh, really kind. He sent us the um, secret uh, SoundCloud link so that we could listen to the album and playback, and we're going to be doing a sheer review of it. There'll be a review going up online before the release, hopefully next week, imminently. And it's a great, it's a really, really strong album. It's a step forwards. I guess he's going to tell us all about it. Barry, I hear you've got a new album coming out. So what, what, are, the, what are the details? What, is it more along the, the non-canon route or more along the Oxygen Thief route? Or something it's, non-canon. it's non-canon. It's the second non-canon album. 
it's uh, imaginatively titled Non-Canon 2 because the first one was self-titled and I couldn't, not that I couldn't be bothered to think of a, a title, but nothing really, really leapt out. So it's kind of a sec- it's a second eponymous one. And, and, and the, sound like, of, the sound of the album you've developed, haven't you? You've, you've, you've sort of, you've taken a step forwards. Yeah, the first one was sort of basically guitar, strings, and a little bit of piano and drums uh, on a few tracks. Whereas this one, uh, it's got a, a, a saxophone. Of, it's got a saxophone. Yeah, it's got a horn section. It's got a, a massive squonking saxophone solo on one of the songs. And it's got trombone and trumpet, a lot more piano, drums are a bit more sort of forceful on this one, I think. Yeah, so it's it's kind of, it's a few years after the first one. So it's doing, you know, a few different things that I didn't do before. Well, I, I, I'm listening to the record and I think, is this something that you're going to transfer to a full band non-canon show? I hope so. We did three at the end of the kind of first, the end of the period for the first album. So we did two in Bristol, like a man and an evening one. And then we did one in London, St Pancras Old Church. And um, it was really fun. Yeah, it was, it was kind of stressful and logistically complicated. And now there are more people involved, so it would be even more complicated. But um, it's definitely something I want to do at some point because just recreating that sound would be, be really fun live. It would be fun, yeah. Yeah, I'd get to see all the people that played on the album and hang out and stuff. So, yeah. so how many and musicians got... have you got on this new album? You, you mentioned a big, long list of instruments, huh? Yeah, there are loads. I... I, I, let me, I looked at the liner notes so that I don't forget anyone because uh, I was I was thinking about this the other day. Um, so there's there's a drummer Gareth who played on the first album. He's played a band called My First Tooth, um, who I've played with a bunch of times over the years. Bass, guitar, double bass, and electro bass were done by Neil, who up until recently played an Oxygen Thief. The cello was done by John Clayton, who is in Christy T and the Hood Rats or was in Christy T and the Hood Rats. So he played the cello on the first album and produced that one as well. Trombone and trumpet with Ben, who uh, was the drummer in Oxygen Thief up until recently. Uh, he can play a million things. Yeah, I uh, wanted to get him involved in, in one of his other guises. Saxophone, uh, a chap called Pete Fraser, who is the singer for Down I Go, which is about as far away from this sound yes. that you can get, really. Yeah, um, right. Violin and viola, which is done by Hannah. Uh, Hannah Johns from The Ley Lines, kind of fairly local to me. Pianos, played by uh, a friend called Ryan Brooks, who is uh, a drummer for, uh, he was in a band called Left Side Brain, who was like, one of my favourite bands. Uh, and there's a couple more people. Alex Ball, who played on the first album, uh, and I went to school with him, was in my first band with him. The last bit was a friend, uh, Chris Buick, who was uh, a friend and a neighbour, and he played a bit of guitar that I wrote, but wasn't able to play consistently enough on the album. Every time I played it, I was just like, no, I'll do it again. Kept doing it, didn't, just couldn't get it right. So I was like, Chris, can you play the guitar on this bit, please? I'll buy you doing it. It's a right proper super group that you formed there then. It is, yeah. A few people are playing more than one thing. So when we do it live, I'm going to need, I mean, Ben can't play trombone and trumpet at the same time, I don't think. So, wow. Um, can I have, to, <laughs> can I have <laughs> a couple of uh, extra people in? But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. So you're you're dropping this album. Uh, obviously, you didn't. No one planned for the lockdown and um, coronavirus and all the rest of it. So you're dropping this album right in a time where basically people can't go watch you live. They can't sort of interact with you in that way. Did yeah. You start- 
<laughs> do you think about not releasing it? Do you think of postponing it? Or are you just going to, you know, how, how are you getting around that? It's, I, it crossed my mind a bit, but I think, you know, to some extent, life does need to sort of keep going a bit. And stuff I do is fairly low key anyway. It's not like someone's, you know, got a stadium tour to, to, to sort of follow off of the back of. It was, there was a few things that I was going to do, but um, I'm now not. So, yeah, I just, I just want it to be out there, really. And then people can listen to it. And then we'll do some shows at the other end of things and, and you know, relaunch. So where did the inspiration come for, for the second album? Because if I remember right, your, your first non-canon album, there's quite a lot of uh, inspiration from uh, different film and, and different adaptations of, of different stories that have been told in different movie universes. Is, is it, does this follow the same pattern? Well, yeah. Um, well, the song titles for both albums sort of steal heavily from non-canonical works, but the songs themselves aren't really about any of those things. Um, it's something that I kind of took the titles as a, a framework sometimes, and sometimes they don't have anything to do with the, the actual lyrical content. Um, but I chose it's a the name for a song. Yeah, and I chose the name non-canon because it's because it it does mean like the unofficial. It's sort of felt like the ideal name for a, a side project because it's Oxygen Thief has been the thing that I've done for ages and that's sort of has felt like the way I've defined myself you know like I'm this guy who headbangs and shouts and now you're not yeah so now I've sort of tried a different route um, you're so, an onion you've got layers you've got range hopefully yeah and if you cut me I will make you cry <laughs> <laughs> do you tend to find that you've got kind of two different fan bases do you, do you find that the, the non-canon fan bases you, you see a different kind of demographic coming to your shows compared to the auction theater is it the same people just wanting a more mellow evening i don't there's definitely people that i, th- I think the difference between the two is for me is that oxygen thief is very like it's here and it's right in your face and you kind of have to get on board or get out of the way um whereas <laughs> non-canon is much more of like a it's like a, an offering of thing like here it is listen to it welcome kind of thing whereas mm. so it's i think i definitely notice when i sort of gig with other people when i support other people that people sort of seem a bit more they don't seem less scared of me i think after after gigs because I'm you didn't quite... shout at their face for half an hour no no I've, I've how's that effect said, on people yeah and i've often said you know like i play aggressive music but i'm quite a polite person which is the right way around but yes definitely <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, imagine polite metal interspersed with absolutely violently aggressive banter. I'm sure there's somebody that's done that. Um, I'm sure Kieran knows them as well. Yeah. <laughs> Almost certainly. But yeah, it's, it's. Um, I know people who sort of prefer one to the other, maybe, but it kind of goes in both ways. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's quite, it's quite nice. It's a little bit complicated, I think. I've been seeing that streams tend to be quite localised. So, I, I, you know, if we do a stream of a band from Swindon, we'll get a lot of people from Swindon watching it. Mm. Even though it's on the web and anybody can watch it, you don't get anybody. You get the people associated with where you're from, if that makes sense. So um, you can do a tour of the UK, virtual tour. You might be able to go play Manchester or go play York and actually get people from those local communities watch you. So, Yeah, play on, with the, um, the tour we were supposed to be doing with uh, John Snodgrass, Besides, uh, we're still going to do the Bristol one of that 
from the exchange's website or from the exchange's okay, Facebook cool. page. Um, and then uh, I'm waiting to hear back from the Manchester gang because uh, Sam Russo was uh, doing that one as well for his kind of album release. So, cool. but I, I suppose the beauty of it is that you don't really have to plan that far ahead because we're all at home. Uh, you can do it on the day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which, you know, I, I suppose sometimes there's a lot of things going on, isn't there? This uh, sort of things clash. But yeah, I'm, I just kind of want to do as much as I can. but Without, without overdoing it. Yeah, I don't want to annoy people. Or Not going to mention any names, but there has been some artists that have been live every single day and you can't keep up. It's impossible. Yeah, but then it's fine if that's what they want to do and that you don't have to watch them, you know. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah, sure. Especially people with have lots of songs to play or know yes. lots of colours and things, whereas I have two albums and maybe <laughs> two colours uh, and then admittedly an entirely other other act that I, I could do. So maybe I'll do a live stream where I just play as much stuff as I can. I don't know. Or just have Monty just sat with me and people can just just look at that and send PayPal money for Dreamies. I mean, he's looking at me like, that's a great idea. <laughs> You should, you should you should do a montage video of cats because I've got a great video of my daughter playing the cat as drums with drumsticks as arms. So that would be great in a cat montage video. Have you got any music videos with your tracks, Barry? Yeah, there's a video uh, for the new album, which we shot in the end of February um, before lockdown was a thing. Uh, and the concept behind the video is this kind of repetitive actions that it's supposed to so the song is the sayings of the seers um, and the song is about kind of routine and boredom and the same thing over and over again. Um, so the, the video is this kind of looping series of actions. The saying of seers. Yeah, the sayings of the, of the seers, which in hindsight, the video now looks like someone's slowly going insane during lockdown, but uh, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't the intention. We just accidentally <laughs> predicted a thing. The Glass Oxygen Thief video uh, that we made was a virtual gig. It was people... Put, putting on a, a VR headset and then appearing in avatar form in the exchange and rocking out and then it cutting back to them being where they were. So I've got an uncanny predictive ability. Uh, I, I remember that and it was a brilliant video. And I remember you afterwards going, oh, I predicted this, it happened. Yeah, yeah. So I need to start predicting slightly more like fun, socially enriching things rather than stuff that's sort of indicative. <laughs> the gay of society but creepy and overtaken yeah <laughs> yeah If the reason I 
made up is one I lied about before I've spent all winter waiting for some daylight So I can improve this early morning lifestyle I've spent all winter waiting for the solstice So I can stop living this nocturnal I hate going home in the dark I know I'm so privileged but still don't feel safe Walking through the park I can't see the woods I can't see the trees I can't see the monsters lying in wait for me I remember walking together in the sunshine with no need to rush, just taking our time. I've spent all winter waiting for the solstice, so I can stop living this nocturnal shift. I've spent months waiting for these lighter evenings, so I can shake off my tedious mood swings. Next year let's hibernate all my grace I don't mind as long as we can both escape By south of the equator We'll sleep in much later If any musicians out there have uh, any videos or any news or any gigs, well, not gig streams coming up and they want to let us know, the email address to get in touch is shareisolation at gmail.com. So you can just drop us a line on there. And um, yeah, if you've got any videos, we'll put them into our little bank of ever growing. Like we've got quite a collection of videos that we're, we're struggling to fit in. So we've got a, a good couple of months worth of material to go yet. So that's exciting. Easy, easy. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh, John, tell me, for, for the people who will be listening to this rather than viewing it, what t shirt are you wearing? Um, oh, today I'm gone for a very old Danger Mouse t-shirt. Danger Mouse! Not, not as in the, the, the band or the... the um, who is Danger? He's kind of a dance, isn't he? Yeah, not, not just, yeah. just as in the, the old um, Cosgrove and Hall animation. Very cool. And I'm wearing my boys and girls from Swindon All Ears of Our t-shirt. What a band. I think red looks good on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn to pick a track this week, and I have chosen a track from Larkham and Hall... They are a Bristol couple. One, one thing about the two of them, though, that aside from just doing music, and they do quite a lot of music and gigs all, all across Bristol, Swindon, uh, across the region, but they're also quite heavily involved with um, charity work, and they, they particularly work for a charity called Mind Your Music, 
they have all kinds of drumming workshops, music workshops, they do different gigs as well. And, and it's to support people who've got different uh, mental illnesses. And it kind of brings, brings out that uh, kind of instinct that we all have, that, that music brings everybody together. So, so they, they've been doing this for years, just organising different events to, to help people through music. And obviously at the moment they can't do it just because of we're all kind of keeping away from each other. I think mental illness is, is not being overlooked at the moment, but it, it's something that's kind of probably not as high up for the agenda as it necessarily should be. She's falling into 
That was Last Song by Larkham and Hall. So that's Sarah Larkham and Elliot Hall. And as I said, um, as well as doing their own music, they uh, also help out and they're they're big supporters of the Mind Your Music charity in Bristol, which, uh, as as their own little strapline goes, it's promoting better mental health through the creation and performance of music. So you can look them up, mindyourmusic.org, to find out more information about that. We all know music is a healer. It does wonderful things for us. It really does. And, And we are missing not going to gigs. As we were just as we were talking through that song, which is very rude of us. Prior to this, I haven't been going to that many gigs, particularly towards the end of last year, um, which I feel slightly guilty for. But obviously, now now that I can't go, I'm kind of missing them a lot more. Uh, yeah, when you, you don't know, you don't realise what you're missing until it's gone. I'm sure the opportunity to will come very swiftly to make up for it. <laughs> I've got a massive array of live recordings from all the shows I did in sort of 2014, 2015 time, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason I had a laptop then that you could just do a Chrono two track out from a mixing desk into the into the laptop and just click record and boom it got the two, stereo two track no problems. M- modern laptops don't have that way of taking a signal, so I've had to get myself an interface. I'm going to go back to recording them. We're going to get some really cool recordings of all these great acts. We're going to start doing again very soon and build another array of amazing live shows. But now we've got this going. You you need to take a camera as well so you can actually get some video and some live stuff. Yes, yes, I will do that. This is turning into our um, weekly segment of two old blokes talking because it's true, laptops don't have enough ports in them anymore. They don't. My <laughs> son got a laptop recently, he didn't even have a CD drive. They don't anymore, my one doesn't. They don't put CDs in them now. <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> and my, my work one only has, I think this one as well, only has HDMI. So my, so my older one... Robert- have got a VGA? No. No, it's got I'm... HDMI. And USB ports, that is it. I, I must have one of the last laptops of, because it's, it's laptops practically brand new. Um, it has got VGA and a CD drive, so. Yeah. Well, you, you, you obviously just spent money. That's where I've gone wrong. I've just not spent money. Ah. <laughs> well, this is actually, this is, don't tell my work. This is actually my work's laptop, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm working from home. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even know how we got onto that conversation, but never mind. What's, what's coming up in the next week, then? Have you got any streams coming up? Do you know of anyone that's doing anything special? Um, actually, I've not kept my ear to the ground, so I don't... There, there will probably be a share stream, because we do one every Wednesday. Um, and last week, we did, we did have someone confirmed. That it, um, and this week, we, we don't have anyone confirmed. I don't know who it's going to be, but there will definitely be someone on Wednesday. Just tune into the Share Music Facebook page. Um, go, go to the page, not the group. Last night, someone streamed from, from the group and I couldn't find it because I was on the wrong page. <laughs> she was already two songs in before I caught up. <laughs> it, it, it does get confusing, though, with, with the various social networks. that um, mm. It's going to make me sound really old again, isn't it? But Facebook has changed the layouts completely now. And I, on my laptop, it's completely different to my tablet. I get very confused yeah. very easily these days. <laughs> Too many buttons or not enough buttons. <laughs> there's, there's too many buttons and not enough ports. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're taking away from this. That is what we're taking away, yes. That, that is the mantra for this episode. There's too many buttons, not enough ports. Right. I've been, it. I've been... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure once again. Always a pleasure, never a chore. <laughs> Always a pleasure. All right, see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.